Hello, everyone. Welcome to Crackers and Milk. This is your host, David. Um, thank you for joining me for another Dave's Den of Discourse. Um, this episode, we will continue the William Shakespeare Star Wars series of me promoting them so you can read them and enjoy enjoy them. This episode, or this, um, this book that I'm going to read, or a scene I'm going to read, is from The Jedi Doth Return, or, in the movies, episode six. Um, just remember, this is the promotion of the books. Um, I don't own the copyright. I'm just hoping these small scenes will get you excited and encourage you to buy, check out these books or check out their audiobooks. Um they really are great reads. I was happy to find these books and read and it really helped me during the season of Star Wars for our Star Wars um, season this season. So it was really great. Um, so this, the Jedi death return, this scene is in act four, scene two. So to set up the scene, Han, Han and the rebels are caught or found out by the troopers. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on the planet, uh, with the Ewoks on the moon planet, the forest moon, and they are found out before. And these two guards are talking about how um, the emperor, how Luke was brought to the emperor. Okay. So um, let's get to the scene. Oi, comrade, how art thou? Quite well, my friend. Say, didst thou hear the news? What news? Pray tell. It seemeth we have found Skywalker. Aye, the lad for whom we have for ages searched, the one over whom Darth Vader seems obsessed, the mighty boy of whom we've all been warned. Guard too, indeed, the same thou knowest whom I mean. Where was he then? Upon the moon. Guard one. Which moon? The moon around which we do orbit now, even Endor. Can it be our enemy, the greatest threat the Empire's ever known, hath escaped our watch and is to Endor flown? How can that be? For do we not have guards identifying every ship that comes? Hath he fooled them to make his landing then? Even so. Lord Vader hath returned with him. Darth Vader brought him here? Yes, wherefore art thou so perplexed? The rebel pilot who has single-handedly destroyed the first death, death, the first death star is hither brought as prisoner. As prisoner, aye, that is better. But how came he then to be on Endor, say? And wherefore was he there? Do we yet know? Guard 2. 
How he hath landed there is yet beyond our knowing. He hath said he was alone. And hath he been believed? Nay, we we have not. Our sense is quite forgot. Pray, give our men an ounce of credit, lad. Our scouts do search for his accomplices even now. Guard one, tis well. Forsooth, the emperor shall triumph. Guard one, but... Guard two, alas, my friend, what troubles thee? What dost thou speak this but? But, why but? What but? (laughs) Sorry. What but? That's funny. Guard one, hast thou read the description of the Endor moon? I have, for we have ordered so, we were ordered so to do. Then thou hast heard about the creatures there. Meanest thou the native population that was deemed insignificant? Indeed, the full report hath said that they are armed, but with such sticks and rocks as would not harm a womp rat, and much less an AT-AT. Thou wilt not fear armies made of twigs, tis true? Perhaps, yet follow on. It seems that there are rebels on the forest moon who now have hit, have hidden, and we know not where. What if these rebels were to meet the creatures, band together, crush the bunker that controls the shield that watches over the Death Star, then coordinate a wing assault which would destroy this battle station, and still more... Deliver our dread emperor and Lord Darth Vader unto their untimely deaths. Could not just such a chain of dire events defeat the Empire Strong in one fell swoop? Thou shouldest not be a guard, my friend, for thou art suited for a life of fantasy. Thou shouldest a writer be of stories grand wherein a group of men and simple beasts do overthrow an empire powerful. Oh, it doth break upon my sight, my friend, the ancient storyteller he who weaves his tales to bring delight to all who hear. Thou mockest me. Well noticed. Mark me now. Thy fears all rest upon a tiny word, a word so small that should not give thee cause to fret and worry so. That word is if. If there were rebels on the forest moon if they didn't meet with creatures and form packs if then they could our bunker strong destroy if they had planned to strike our death star great thine if itself the empire overthrows but if knows little of reality i tell thee true if i had richer been if i had been a politician's son if I had raised in wealth, were raised in wealth and privilege, if I myself became more powerful, why then I would be emperor, not guard. But for the ifs, thy point is made, and I shall rest my ifs and be at ease. Now, if thou shalt come with me, we have both been called to rearrange the chairs upon the deck. If thou shalt lead, I'll follow, worthy friend. The things I learned about it is gossip between the guards. They're talking about gossip and all that between the troopers. 
Um, they talk about the indoor movement. They talk about the briefings that they had where they were forced to do it. And then this guy comes up with an elaborate plan like, well, what if they combined with the Ewok, the Rebels came, combined with the Ewoks, and then at the same time, winged attack to blow up the Death Star. Um, an unlikely event. You know, it's just improbable. And that's what movies are. A lot of times they're improbable. They try and do all that stuff. But it's just funny how it – or um, – it's great how it was written in that. Ian Desher did a great job. Um, and then I love when he talked about ifs. You know, a lot of times in our lives, like kind of like an Uncle Rico moment from Napoleon Dynamite where he goes, man, if the, if, if the coach put me in there, we would have won a state championship. And he was like a third string quarterback. So it's just like, we think better that we could have had, we could have altered the situation if we were doing something, if we were doing this, if we were doing that. You know, that's a lot of times in life we just, our happiness or our state of mind, our peace is def- is based upon if. Well, if I did this, if I did that, if I did this. And so that's why I find that um, funny, but also like just really good to think about. Like, you know, ifs, we can't base our happiness or our success off ifs. So I hope you enjoyed it. I really hope that you like this scene. I really enjoy it. So thank you. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. Um, remember this is just a promotion for the book and I think you should go check it out. You should go buy them or you should go rent them or, you know, go check them out from your local library. They are a wonderful read. And if you're wanting to teach your son or daughter how to read Shakespeare or learn Shakespeare language, this is a wonderful piece, wonderful example of it. And it's a great opportunity for you to teach them that. So thank you. Have a great day. Make some good choices. Love you guys.